Welcome to the Career Day podcast. You got to start with that voice, right? That's yes, the, your, your the podcasting voice. Yes. So what is your name? My name is Megan. Awesome. And what is your job? I am the sixth grade English language support teacher at Tsinghua International School in Beijing. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> because when I was younger, I never wanted to be a teacher. Seemed like the worst job in the world because they had to get up early, they had to go to school, um, and I wasn't interested in doing any of those things. The only things that appealed to me were snow days, uh, summer vacation, that was pretty much it. So when I went to university, I actually started as an undeclared major, um, but I worked for my university's student radio station. And I then declared a broadcasting and digital media major. So I wanted to be on the radio and I basically wanted to do what you're doing now, Awesome. which was give people an opportunity to, well, I think yours is a little bit different, but I wanted to give people an opportunity to share their story. So I think this is really cool that you're doing this. So I did my four years and I graduated and I had the opportunity to do an internship at a radio station in Fort Myers, Florida, or go to Beijing and teach oral English for a year. But that wasn't your your dream. Why did you did you choose it? It wasn't my dream to go to to travel or to. So which one did you choose? Sorry, I, I, I jumped you're the gun right. there. You mean because like it obviously played out differently. Radio. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not choose that. Why not? That's a com that's a complicated we have answer hours. that I didn't really <laughs> consider when I was like, oh, yeah, I can tell my background. Um, there was there was a guy. Okay. And um, at that moment, he was just a very good friend. Mm. Um, and he was going to China. He was a he had already he graduated a couple years before I did, and he was in China. So I was thinking I could go to China. I could do that. That sounds fun. I also had I had a radio mentor who told me that I didn't need, he basically told me I didn't need to study radio to be on the radio. He encouraged me to actually go and get some life experience so that when I was on the radio, I would have something to talk about. Oh. So I thought, okay, I don't have any reason to start radio now because this person who is very successful in radio is telling me that I should get some life experience. And there's this guy, and um, I didn't want to settle down and do the nine to five job. Traveling really appealed to me, so I decided to put my dream, dream in air quotes, on hold. And I thought I'll go teach for a year, and then I'll come back and I'll start working. And how long has it been? <laughs> so that I graduated um, almost 10 years ago. Okay. And I have spent seven, this is my seventh year in Beijing. And my seven to eighth year teaching, I did a little bit of teaching in the States, but not, not a ton. Where did you teach in the States? I taught at a language center. Mm -hmm. um, I had been working, um, so when I first came to Beijing, I was working at a school um, in another part of town, and I was there for three years. I said I would do one year, then I said I'd do another year, and then I was there for three years. Because I loved it. I, had, I loved China. I loved the students. I was okay with teaching. 
Um, and then I decided to move back to the States and kind of see, I was a little bit burnt out from being away from my family. So I wanted to spend more time with them. I wanted to do something different. So I moved back to the States, got a job at Old Navy. How was that? I, uh, so I worked at two different Old Navies. Um, but the first one I loved, okay. I had really great coworkers. And then I moved to Fort Wayne, Indiana to live with my grandma and I transferred old navies and I hated that one. Hated it so much. So then I started working at a credit union. Ooh, you've had such an interesting experience <laughs> so far. And then that credit union got robbed. What? And so that same, I wasn't there. Oh, but okay. my, I was my, like, we have to go into this if no, you were there. We, yeah, we, I would if I had been yes. there, but no, my coworker was very traumatized never returned to work and I did return to work but the same day as the robbery happened I did a search for other jobs in Fort Wayne and I found a job at a language center uh, so this language center was on a university campus and it was for students who hadn't taken the TOEFL but wanted to go to American universities usually for a master's degree so they could come study through this program and if they passed out of the program, it was essentially the same as passing the TOEFL. Mm. So then they could go on to the university. Okay, I have a question. Sure. So TOEFL and TEFL, what's the difference? Mm. Well, one is a test. Okay, so hold on. They might not know any of these acronyms. Okay. What are these things? Well, I was just trying to think. I, the, the TOEFL as a test, I don't know <laughs> if the acronym is the same. Okay. Um, TEFL can be... There, well, there's two ways to spell it, T-O-E-F-L or T-E-F-L. Okay. So teaching the English of the foreign language or teaching English teaching English to others of the foreign to, to, There's so many acronyms. It's T-O-E-F-L, right? Teaching others English as a foreign language. Okay. And then there's TESOL, teaching English to speakers of other languages. They just need one acronym. I know, because they all really mean the same thing. Right. Kind of. <laughs> there is a, there is a difference, but the TOEFL is a test that international students have to take to show that they have a certain level of English oh. to be able to attend a university in America. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But then there's also, like, if you just study TEFL, you're studying teaching English as a form. So those are two different things. Those are. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yes. So students who haven't taken the TOEFL test could could study this in this program and then go on to a university. So I taught there. I taught adults, and I loved it. Loved it so much because they were. Um, I liked it. It was different than teaching in China because in China they were just Chinese. They were all Chinese students, which they were awesome. But I loved the language center because they were adults and they were from all sorts of different places. Mm -hmm. I had students from Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Panama, Guatemala, a lot of Spanish-speaking countries. But then um, the, oh man, how do you say this country? The Gabon? It's in Africa. Gabon? Gabon. Gabon. G-A-B-O-N. Okay. I think, that's, I think that's what it was. I'm going to be really embarrassed if that's wrong. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. They were French speakers. Uh -huh. They were just awesome students. Because I mean, anyone who's going to come from another country and put in the work because they want to further their education, I just think that's awesome. Yeah. So I loved working there. Um, and then a friend 
uh, from Beijing, another American. She was doing a master's program and for TESOL. And her university was doing a scholarship. So if I joined, if I was accepted to the program, and if I went back to teach in China, I could get this really big scholarship. Gotcha. And my boss at the Language Center encouraged me to do that because he said, if, if you want to keep teaching, this is the next step that you need to do. You should go get a master's. And I think part of that was because I didn't have any formal education training. My background was broadcasting. Right. So you wanted to be a radio DJ. I did. Do you still? I know we'll get there, but sorry, keep going. We're going to get there. <laughs> sometimes I do. All right. Um, yeah, sometimes I do. Uh, so, so he encouraged me to join the program, which was cool. You know, bosses don't usually encourage you to quit to do other things. Yeah. Um, but I applied and I got the scholarship. So then started the process of looking for a school in China. I wanted to come to Beijing because I already have friends here. I was familiar with the city because it's where I had lived before. So I reached out to the school I had been at before, but I didn't really want to go back there. I wanted to do something new. So I told a friend I was looking for a school and she mentioned it to her friend. Her friend used to work here at Tsinghua International School. So she set me up with uh, Maxine, our retiring academic vice principal. And this was in, I think, July. So they hired me pretty quick. And I feel somewhat out of a little bit of desperation to have a teacher. Um, but I started working at the school in the primary department. So I did language support for third, fourth, and fifth grade. And I liked it. Uh, the primary department teachers are awesome. And the students were really fun, but it wasn't really what I wanted to be doing. So then last year, this middle school position opened up. And so I asked if I could move up in the middle school. And they said, yes. Oh, I did do my master's. I finished my master's in 2019. Yeah, summer 2019, I finished my master's. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. So then what's your, do you have aspiring plans to still become a radio DJ? Sometimes, sometimes I talk about it. Um, I think it would be hard now just because I, you went to school for it, but you don't have the, well, you have life experience. That was what your your mentor said. Um, and actually when I, so when I was moving back to the States the first time I was updating my resume and thinking that I would apply for some sort of teaching job. And I, but I was looking at my resume and thinking, oh, wow, I've actually worked at a lot of radio stations. Because when I actually I did an internship at a radio station, a country radio station, when I was in high school, and then my student radio station at my university, and then I did an internship at a public radio station, and then I worked for the local contemporary Christian radio station in the that used to be in the town where my university is, and then it closed, and that was sad. But then I did an internship at a bluegrass station, um, and then I came to China. So could you could like could we get like a Tsinghua radio station going? I feel like this is the place that that would happen. I think that would be awesome. I 
I don't think it would be a radio station. I guess a podcast. It would need to be a podcast. Yeah. Not that radio is a thing of the past, but I think that to be a little more relevant and for the students to be interested in it, it right. would have to be a podcast, right. not, not a radio station. Yeah. And it could then, anyone in the world could listen to it. Definitely. Yeah. Because everyone in the world's gonna listen to this one. It's gonna be amazing. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you wanted to be like that yeah. was the audience, right? I mean that was Yes, I really I really wanted that was my dream. I thought it would be so cool to just I've met a lot of interesting people and I thought it would just be so cool to share those stories because yeah. I think that there's a lot of people in the world, I think you know this too that are really interesting and Maybe. have really cool stories, but a lot of people won't hear them because they don't know those people. Right. So that's why a podcast is so cool because you can just give people an opportunity to tell their story. Yeah. So what would you name this podcast? I feel like we're going to just start this podcast now. Okay. I didn't have a name for that podcast, yeah. but I did have another idea. I, so at, when I was in China, I took the opportunity to travel and, um, <laughs> I would see people also traveling and I would just wonder like, I wonder where they are going and why they are going there. Are they traveling for fun? Are they going to meet somebody? So then I thought it would be cool to do sort of a travel podcast of basically, where are you going? I like it. And that's what I was going to call it. Cool. Where are you going? With? Yeah. And then I was going to talk to people just randomly in train stations or airports, just where are you going? Why are you going there? Be so cool. I thought, yeah, I thought so. I also did a. I'm um, I'm very active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. As am um, I. <laughs> are you? Yeah, we should become friends. We should. We should connect. Okay. So I do a lot of stories, um, and bef but before Instagram, I was doing some videos, and I was calling it the view outside my window, Ooh. and it was me also me traveling, but you know, here's the view outside my window. This is where I am. This is where I'm going. Nice. Do you want to give the listeners your? Uh, <laughs> I saw the my view outside my window. Yeah, the view outside my window. It's a basketball court. There it is. No, um, because my wife and I started one called the Penley Perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our podcast, and it was supposed to be us experiencing China together. Someday. Someday. Someday it will be. So she's still experiencing Iowa's basement, and I'm experiencing China. <laughs> Sorry, Dana. Iowa's basement. Iowa's basement. Yes. Someday, someday she will be here. We'll yeah. be doing that together. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. Okay, so to kind of end this, so knowing all that you know now, having all of the adventures that you've had, yeah. doing the things that you didn't think you were going to do, would you do it again the same way? I know that's a hard question. That's a really, that's a really tough question. Um, that's a really tough question. Yeah. Because, like I said, there was a guy. Right. And as you can maybe tell, there's no longer a guy. <laughs> so would I go through that again? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say that even though looking back on it, there are definitely some experiences I wish I had not had. They all have made me who I am. I like who I am. So, yeah, I would do it all again. 
even knowing what I know now, because yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with the things that I've been able to do, the places I've been able to go, the people I've been able to meet. Yeah, I don't think I would change anything. Yes. And do you have any advice from for our listeners, something that you've learned throughout your, your um, time? That's another really good question. Sorry, I'm just asking hard <laughs> questions. Why do you have all these good questions? <laughs> um, I would say, this is not new advice. This is something that I've actually heard uh, from somebody else. Um, but just don't be afraid to do the things that you like to do. Um, and don't think that just because there's not a job, or not a job, but just because maybe someone right now doesn't get paid to do those things doesn't mean that you can't figure out a way to get paid to do the things that you like to do. Because just getting paid to go sit in an office just for money is dumb. And you should be doing the things that you want to do. Absolutely. Enjoying coming to work and enjoying the things that you're doing. So anything can be a job. So don't be afraid to create a job for yourself, even if one doesn't exist right now. Yeah. Great advice. Well, thanks for talking to me. Thank you. Yeah, it was wonderful. It's fun for me too.